Hi, I'm pleased to present our uh, recent research work at this uh, conference. Uh, the work I'm going to present uh, has the title Decentralized Identity Management for eHealth Applications, State of Art and Guidance for Future Work. And uh, I, who present uh, this work, uh, my name is Anton Hasegren. I'm a researcher and a PhD candidate at the Norwegian University of Science and Technology in Norway. I do research around the blockchain applications for in, in the healthcare uh, sector. In particular, I'm looking into uh, ways for competence verifications and different uh, system for incentivize uh, uh, participants uh, to increase participation in, uh, in uh, health and medicine uh, research. My colleague uh, who I have uh, been doing this work with is Abile Satabaldi. He is a colleague at the same university in Norway. Uh, he is doing his PhD in uh, decentralized identity management and different solutions for privacy preserving uh, techniques. Uh, we are both involved in uh, a number of, of uh, committees and, uh, and organizations in our uh, respective fields. So the objective of this uh, research that we uh, have done uh, was to uh, summarize the state of art for decentralized identity management in the healthcare sector. Based on this summary, uh, we provide a viewpoint how you could uh, utilize and should utilize decentralized identity frameworks for different e-health applications. We did this by doing a, a scoping review of both uh, peer-reviewed academic literature and also gray literature to capture what uh, is currently being developed in the private sector as well as in the academic sector. Uh, I guess everybody who attends this conference uh, are quite familiar with blockchain technology and uh, different dis distributed ledger technologies. Uh, so I will just briefly uh, describe uh, this technology by one slide. So uh, many people are considering blockchain to be a disruptive uh, technology, me included, and uh, that the te technology will disrupt different parts of the society, including uh, healthcare. Uh, in the current uh, pandemic, uh, we, we saw an, an, a rapidly uh, increased uh, uh, usage of different virtualized healthcare services, uh, telemedicine services, for example, where you uh, could meet a physician by, by video or, or by phone or, or by chat. Uh, and all of these uh, new sort of maybe not new, but uh, um, uh, e-health services that, that is more and more used, they require some kind of digital identity management. We will come back to that. 
blockchain technology and uh, and different method for decentralized identity management uh, could provide a really good uh, solution uh, for uh, handling identities and for uh, uh, enable uh, patients to be able to identify themselves and for healthcare workers to be able to identify themselves without the need for any central authority or, or third party that are controlling your uh, uh, verification documents or credentials. So in this figure, we mapped out uh, some of the activities that uh, are going on in the health sector. Uh, this is not uh, including, of course, everything in the health sector is very uh, complex and uh, and uh, a big area and a, and a, and a big a large sector, uh, but this is some example. And we can take a look at the, the lower part of this figure. So we see that the patient or the, the citizens, I guess all citizens are patient uh, at one point in their life, uh, at least in, in most part of the world. Uh, and for, for these activities that the patients are involved in, they all require some kind of uh, identity proof. So the, the patient needs to be able to prove that they are, well, in fact, a real person if, if this is done virtually and that they, say, that they are who they say they are. Uh, so so uh, uh, that's that's an important uh, important aspect, uh, and also some of the activities that is performed by clinicians or healthcare workers, as you can see in the middle here. So basically, delivering healthcare, and uh, if we are delivering healthcare in a virtual setting. Uh, we still need to be able to prove that uh, the doctor is actually a licensed doctor and that they also are who they say they are. And preferably, we want to have maybe a system that could verify the, the competence and experience from the, the different uh, healthcare workers. So we could find, um, we can find a physician or a nurse that has the right competence and experience to deal with our particular health problem. Uh, this figure uh, is, a, is also quite a basic figure and it uh, represents uh, uh, basics of uh, decentralized identity management. And this is also the basic uh, for uh, what is uh, soon to be a standard called uh, verifiable credentials uh, developed by W3C together with the decentralized identity identifiers also known as DITs which also soon to be a, a, a open standard developed by the same organization. So what is going on here is that the, the issuer uh, could be uh, the government for example issue, sorry, the issue uh, credentials uh, to the individual who store the credential in their uh, digital wallet. And when they need to present their credentials, if they need to present proof of their identity, for example, uh, 
they present it to the verifier. The verifier then verifies that the credentials that has been presented to them is authentic by uh, by um, going to the, the blockchain or to the distributed ledger where these uh, decentralized identifiers are stored to verify that this the authenticity of this. So they don't need to go back to the issuer. Uh, and this is the, the core component. So you don't need any third party to validate uh, the credentials. So in our uh, scoping review, uh, we looked at uh, the literature. Uh, we didn't include, uh, we just include a sample. Uh, and this sample were, were made, uh, it's not a randomized sample. So we just took this sample based on some uh, solutions and concepts that uses different technologies. Uh, we included uh, uh, three from the private uh, sector and three from the academic uh, sector. What we can notice here is that these three from the academic sector all used the Ethereum uh, protocol and uh, Ethereum blockchain. The health ID, they used the Ethereum protocol, uh, but not the, the Ethereum mainnet, but they, they created an old consortium. Uh, that they run uh, the, the protocols on. Because that the one problem uh, with using the Ethereum blockchain and, and implementing uh, solutions on the uh, Ethereum mainnet is the, the, the scalability. So you usually have quite a large gas cost. So a large uh, monetary cost for transactions and for uh, the use of smart contracts on the Ethereum mainnet. So, so for these solutions, there, there is uh, a lower scalability. But still, in the academic literature, you see that Ethereum is, is the, the most wide, uh, widely used uh, blockchain and protocol uh, for, for different e-health uh, applications. This is probably due to the, the large community of developers uh, on Ethereum and also the large uh, resources, uh, open source resources that can be found uh, in the Ethereum community. So it's very easy to, well, it's easier to, to develop a proof of concept and to experiment with this blockchain than perhaps other blockchains. Uh, None of these uh, concepts store any uh, identifiable uh, information on the blockchain, which is, uh, uh, I think, is a, is an important uh, feature uh, for um, uh, to have a, a, a feasible uh, concept. Because if you store any identifiable uh, data on the blockchain, you you get uh, is very difficult to comply with GDPR. Uh, and HIPAA, uh, if you do dealing with uh, uh, healthcare applications in, in the in the US, all of the uh, solutions present uh, open source uh, uh, code, uh, and the the, the three uh, uh, concept developed in the, in the private sector, they all use the 
the DITs, uh, the decentralized identifiers. Uh, storage is, is a mix between uh, cloud storage and, uh, um, and uh, local storage. Uh, we did a, a small evaluation of these uh, concepts by applying uh, seven criteria that was originally developed by uh, Boras and uh, colleagues uh, not that long ago. They presented it in the, in the paper. Uh, and I think these seven criteria fits uh, very well uh, uh, to the needs uh, in, in the healthcare of uh, identity, decentralized identity management. So you have autonom uh, autonomy and portability, uh, authority, availability, approval, confidentiality, tenacity and interoperability. And ideally you should, uh, I mean, these are not sort of binary criteria, but they could rather be on a, on a scale. And ideally you should, uh, your solutions should score quite high on, on each uh, criteria to, to uh, be a, a valid, uh, valid concept to, to be able to use in the, in the real world, in the healthcare sector. So we, we scored uh, these uh, uh, different uh, solutions that we, uh, that we showed previously, according to these criteria. And uh, as you can see in this table, they, are, they all scored quite similar. So we have a high score on approval, so they all enabled the individual to approve the use of their credential in a, in a very uh, good manner. Availability was also scored quite high. Uh, so the data uh, uh, is made available. Uh, but on the other hand, interoperability and autonomy uh, and also uh, authority, they scored, uh, most of them scored a little bit lower. Uh, for interoperability, for example, uh, I think there's always uh, an issue when when you when you applying blockchain technologies uh, that uh, uh, your solution is sort of tied to a particular blockchain and uh, uh, sort of lack interoperability between blockchains, for example. Uh, autonomy also scored a little bit lower uh, since they. Most of the solutions were sort of depending uh, dependent on the uh, on the particular uh, solution, uh, but the, the the total score was quite quite even on on the six uh, six different uh, solutions. So, uh, what uh, conclusions could be made from this? So. As we mentioned previously, uh, as we, we, most of us are, are well aware that the healthcare is being more and more digitalized uh, and more and more health services are delivered virtually. So there is an increased uh, importance to be able to verify uh, the identity of different uh, stakeholders uh, within the, this virtualized healthcare environment. 
And if you develop a, a, a decentralized application that has uh, many advantages uh, compared to a centralized, uh, you should consider also applying a decentralized identity management system because if you apply a centralized identity management system on a decentralized solution, you sort of miss the, the, um, a lot of benefits with the decentralized part. Um, uh, many of the of the, the recent developments uh, that we have showed a few in, in this presentation, uh, they come from from the recent development of of open standard standards like the DIDs and uh, the verifiable credentials uh, de developed by uh, the community of W3C. Uh, and we will soon see uh, real standards coming out of this, uh, I believe. To be able to, to see more of our work and uh, some more results and conclusions, uh, we will present this in our upcoming uh, paper. So I all um, uh, recommend you to, to read this paper. With that, I thank you very much for your attention and uh, have a nice continued uh, conference. Bye.